We again will be searching for God in Washington, D.C., today on In Grace. Will we find Him? Stay tuned. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, this is Jim Scudder, and today, as we are approaching Memorial Day next week, we wanted to bring you back to our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., and see if we can find God there. Well, listen, we might not be able to find God in the lives of a lot of our leaders, but we can certainly find God in our monuments, in our buildings, in our history. And so I'll be rejoined again today with Andrew Phipps. He's a historian. He really knows what the founding father said, and he knows where all of these references are to the Bible, to Bible verses, to the Lord on our monuments. And so we're going to be walking around the city of Washington, D.C., and we want to hear about all of these places that our founding fathers had faith and reference to God. And that is one of the main secrets to America's greatness. Uh, So we'll be doing that today, and we hope that you'll enjoy that as we lead up to Memorial Day next week. And just let me remind you that we do a lot of other uh, travel opportunities where you can come with us to some of these places. The next place we're going with you is we're going to Alaska. Many people have dreamed of seeing Alaska. Well, this is your opportunity. We have a cruise. We're calling it In Grace Creation Cruise with Holland America, seven days from Whittier, Alaska, all the way to Vancouver, Canada, no vaccine required, and this is the time to go. So if you'd like to get more information on how you can cruise with my wife and I, uh, with a creation speaker, uh, with In Grace friends on a beautiful ship through a beautiful state, contact us at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE. And then you could also get the brochure online for free at ingraceradio.com. Ingraceradio.com, click on travel. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Andrew Phipps, we have had so many people give the ultimate sacrifice, dying for our freedoms here in the United States. Right. We come here and salute the Iwo Jima Memorial. You know, that island, Mount Suribachi, was just off the, uh, the coast of Japan, about 750 miles. There were 25,000 casualties. 7,000 people lost their lives. This started out as a memorial to the Marines, and now it encompasses all that gave their uh, lives here for the defense of the country. An interesting thing, uh, Brother Scudder, is that six men are on this memorial, and uh, three of the men got off the island, three didn't. Uh, There was a young man from New Hampshire Rennie Gagdon. He was only 19 years of age. Uh, he kept his girlfriend's picture in the helmet of his hat. Uh, Franklin Sousley from over around Ashland, Kentucky. I guess he was kind of a prankster when he was a younger kid. And they said, though, the, the sad part is, Pastor, they say that when they told Mrs. Sousley that Franklin didn't make it off the island, neighbors said they could hear her screaming 
for a mile. Mm. And also, of course, you know, when you think of Harlan Block, he was a third one. Now, one of the people that got off there that folks might remember was Ira Hayes, the Pima Indian from Arizona. Harry Truman told him, said, you're a hero. He said, Mr. President, how could I be a hero when 120 of my buddies didn't make it off the island? This great memorial here, we never know the agony, the sufferings that these great Americans gave so that we could have the freedoms, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, press, petition, and assembly. What a tribute to the greatness of America. But you know, in the Holy Scripture, we're told, remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. I think they give purpose and meaning to who we are. You know, we have to have an identity. And surely, like all people, we're, we're imperfect. Only one perfect, the Lord Jesus Christ. In spite of our imperfections, Pastor, we have had great exceptionalism. We've tried to improve upon our, uh, our legacy and we've tried to do things better. I just feel like that uh, this is a great opportunity. I would recommend Americans come to Washington, D.C. and see it whenever they can. I think it's wonderful. We forget so quickly that within a generation it, or two it, of these incredible sacrifices. Right, right, right. we do. It's just Not amazing. The sacrifices, you know, we we stand upon the shoulders of those that preceded us, and uh, we have a great legacy. Uh, I think we should not forget it. You know, the the Bible says there arose another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, nor the works which He done for Israel. Israel had a history, and their patriarchs wanted to make sure that they remembered it. We need to remember the exceptionalism and what it cost to have the freedoms that we've enjoyed in this great republic. <laughs>
Well, I'm still glad to be an American. And it's another reason, Pastor, for me to not sit idly by and take my responsibilities lightly. Well, that Pacific Theater, my cousin, he uh, was serving in France. The irony of the thing is that he earned his medal October the 18th, 1944 at St. Jock. Sergeant York got his medal uh, October the 9th there in the Argonne Forest of 1918. And as the crew would fly, they lived about 30 miles apart Sergeant York in Tennessee, and right across the boundary line there was where my first cousin, Wilburn K. Ross, where he lived there. The type of people that served in this generation in World War II, and it's been called the greatest generation, right. and there's a reason for that. They had these certain qualities that I think we almost don't have anymore, at least in general. What, what's, the, what's the difference? What was the difference back then? I think... For example, my, my cousin, Wilburn Ross, was uh, born in 1922, May the 12th. And I think they had seen hard times. They came through the Depression. Uh, they didn't expect government to take care of everybody. They were survivalists. They had a strong faith in God. They knew that hard work was necessary. They believed in family, but they also believed pastor in freedom. They knew that sometimes we just have to defend what we know to be the way, the American way of life. And I think Tom Brokaw really captured it when he said these men, they, they weren't fragile. These were men that didn't many times have hardly any education, but boy, they were tough. They were tough in battle. They, you know, my, uh, my cousin, I think he stayed at his post for 36 hours after he had already single-handedly killed 58 Germans. There was a lieutenant under him later that would transcribe what happened. My cousin never sought the honor, he never sought it out, but it was given to him by President Harry Truman. And of course, Sergeant York uh, almost single-handedly captured 135 people there in uh, World War One. I, I believe that he was referred to as General by General Pershing as single-handedly the greatest hero of World War I. This World War II generation, they're about gone now. Uh, I think there's one Medal of Honor recipient that's uh, honoree, I should say, living, maybe uh, uh, Mr. Williams down in West Virginia. And of course, at their age, that could all change very quickly. and. Uh, but I hope that we'll keep alive their memory. The price of freedom is not free. It always costs. When Jesus Christ went to the old rugged cross, he paid for our ultimate freedom. And then it's up to us, as President Reagan said, to keep it alive. It's not passed on in the bloodstream, in the DNA. And he said, freedom is always one generation away from extinction. And he said, if we don't do it, at some point in time, we'll be telling our children and our sunset years what it's like to once be an American. America needs to return to God. And here at In Grace, we have three products that will help bring our country back to the Lord. 
First, a track that tells the story of our symbol of freedom, the American flag, as well as the spiritual freedom found in Jesus. Next is our two-part audio series, Is America a Christian Nation? And finally, a DVD called America's Christian History that was filmed at the actual places where God's providence changed the course of our nation's history. When you give towards the cause of the gospel, we will thank you by sending you 25 flag tracks. If your gift is $15 or more, we will include the CD series Is America a Christian Nation? As a special thank you for your gift of $25 or more, you will also receive our two-part DVD series, America's Christian History. Just call 800-78-GRACE. Write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047, or visit ingraceradio.com for more information. Call now, 800-78-GRACE. So we know for sure the Bible is wanting all Christians to pray for those that are in authority over us. Some presidents, it's easier to pray for than others. Yes. But we need to pray for whoever is right. in that office. Absolutely. Now we have we have the ability to vote right. and to you know persuade others. So you know, but the person that wins, we are to uh, obey and honor when we can. Right. But always pray for that. Person. Always pray for that person because the, the Bible commands it. In Romans 13, we're reminded, he said, let all souls be subject to the higher powers. This was talking about magistrates and civil authorities. Uh, in the book of Exodus, we're given the prescription of how to choose the leaders. They were supposed to be people, honest, able, and so on. We are a republic, we don't have a king, but we allow people, this is a participatory uh, style Republic, uh, we have a you know legislature, we have executive, and judiciary, and I think that checks and balances that go with that is very good. The founding fathers were very wise, you know. Uh, one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence, a medical person, Benjamin Rush, made this observation. He said, "Men will either be governed by the Bible, or they shall be ruled by the bayonet." G.K. Chesterton, a British author, said men will either be governed by the Ten Commandments or they shall be governed by the 10,000 Commandments. And I think we're seeing more and more rules and regulations. You know, Judge Learned Hand had a wonderful quote. I love this quote. He said, liberty lies in the hearts of men and women. When it lies there, it needs no law, no constitution to keep it, when it dies there, no law, no constitution can save it. It has to be in our heart. Just like when we re receive Christ by faith, the spirit of liberty has to be in our heart, and that makes us want to do good unto others. We respect them because that's a Christian, biblical commandment, that we're to love even those that despise us. We're to be good to our enemies. We're to reflect the love of Christ because the Bible says, greater love than this hath no man than he lay down his life for his friends. God is love, Pastor. Amen. The United States Capitol building, another symbol of power and might, and democracy and freedom. 
Yes, the government at work, so to speak. These are the men and women here in this Capitol building. For example, in the House of Representatives, the founding fathers wanted that to be a portion uh, on the basis of population. So I think in the first Congress, you had about 65 members in the House that met in 17 and 89. And the idea was this was called the People's House on this uh, the House of Representatives, and here we've had people from all walks of life. Uh, today, uh, we have, I think, more lawyers from as a background, but we've had ministers, we've had educators, farmers, auctioneers, uh, the, the whole gamut. This building has had, from what I understand, church services. Yes. As a matter of fact, Thomas Jefferson, it was reported, would come here uh, uh, about every Sunday, would ride horseback and come here and have the services down on the lower part of the building. And of course, through the years, this uh, building has taken on uh, new additions and uh, improvements. But there are many stories of uh, not only the Alton Bible that were, uh, that were paid for by government expense during the American Revolutionary War, but uh, all of our beginnings, I think we could say, Pastor, I'm fully persuaded that they all had a Christian basis. When you read um, uh, the writers, when you read the statements, for example, it was a Baptist preacher, John Leland, that helped James Madison write the First Amendment to the Constitution. And it's ironic that the very first part of that First Amendment that was added in 1791, the Bill of Rights, it says Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion nor prohibiting the free exercise thereof. The very first enumerated uh, right was the idea that we ought to have the right to worship. I think the Founding Fathers figured if we didn't have that right, then all the other rights would, would pale in comparison. I think most Americans really don't understand how important that First Amendment, that first clause of the First Amendment is, that, that we have this freedom. Now, we are becoming more and more secular, yes. and people are saying, well, we really aren't a Christian nation. We don't want a theocracy here. We're not talking about a theocracy. We're talking about people that hold to the Judeo-Christian values Absolutely. and ethics of morality. Right. And it's it's intertwined, interwoven in our fabric of a nation. You can't you can't take that out. John Witherspoon was a, a member of the Second Continental Congress. He was a minister. And others that came expressed very well that that all of our laws would be predicated upon a firm belief in not only providence, but in his in God's hand to protect us and lead us and guide us. And it was the, and the ideas that some people mis, misinterpret. They think, well, as a Christian, you're going to uh, uh, do things to other people. Not so. We, as Christian people, uh, we respect people that do not, maybe that are not of our particular denomination or stripe. But by the same token, if you'll read the precepts of the Bible, how that God loves us, how that God cares for us, and how that we were to render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar, and unto God the things that are God's. 
we will be better off as a people. I think there's some definite reforms that we need. Again, I, I, I salute those that would advocate term limits. I think maybe 12 years uh, and either body would be a, a reasonable amount. I don't really think that the founding fathers wanted people to come here and, and uh, make this a career. They wanted folks to come do their business and then go back to farming or running a small business or preaching or doing whatever it was that they had done prior to coming here. Andrew Phipps, it has been a real joy to hang around with you in this beautiful place, our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. And you have given me quite the education. Thank you so much for your love for God and your love for this great country. God bless you. Thank you for being my friend. God bless you, brother. I really love this country. It is the land of the free because it is the home of the brave. The liberty that we mostly take for granted costs so many people their very lives. There is a greater freedom that God wants to offer to you. It is the freedom from the penalty of sin. The Lord Jesus tells us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Jesus died on the cross, he was buried, but rose again, and he wants to save you and give you true liberty and freedom. Put your trust in Him alone today for your salvation. God bless you, and may God bless this city, Washington, D.C., and may He bless this great nation. Well, I think we found it. We found God in Washington, D.C. And I hope that you know God. I hope that you've put your faith in Jesus Christ as your Savior. And you know that He is the one that will bring you true freedom and liberty. And so uh, make sure you know that and make sure you tell someone else about the hope that can be found in Jesus Christ. If you have questions about this, please don't hesitate to contact us. You can go to our website, ingraceradio.com, or give us a call at 1-800-78-GRACE. And also, let me remind you that we have a really great gospel track. It's a pocket-sized color trifold track, and it's we call it the flag track, but the title on the front says, The Story of Old Glory. We found that people will take these, especially during patriotic times, Memorial Day coming up, uh, the 4th of July, Independence Day. So, uh, make sure you're equipped with some great gospel literature that you can hand out to people. We're going to send you 25 as our way of thanking you for supporting In Grace this month. These are written right here. The gospel is clear, and whatever amount you want to give is fine. You're reaching people with the gospel by giving to In Grace, and then you're going to get these great tracks uh, in the mail. 25 of them for a gift of any amount. Now, some of you also want to get the tracks and some more patriotic resources where we can find God in our history. Well, 
Well, we have a two-part CD series that's called Is America a Christian Nation? And it's a series that I did. I think you'll be blessed by getting that. So if you can give a gift of $15 or more, we're going to give you the tracks and that CD. And then if your gift can be $25 or more, we're going to give you a really great DVD. It's called America's Christian History, Did God Intervene? It's a two-part series that I think will really show you God's involvement in the foundation of this country. So contact us today, 1-800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. If you'd prefer to write us, our mailing address is ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. We'll repeat all that in a second, but I would love to hear from you right now. When you give towards the cause of the gospel, we will thank you by sending you 25 flag tracks. If your gift is $15 or more, we will include the CD series Is America a Christian Nation? As a special thank you for your gift of $25 or more, you will also receive our two-part DVD series, America's Christian History. Just call 800-78-GRACE. Write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Or visit ingraceradio.com for more information. Thank you for joining us on InGrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr., InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.